You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Dylan Weissman and Mike Langsley. Yeah. Welcome back. Good morning. Dylan, you got a new background behind you. This is the long-awaited kitchen, or I guess this is the, technically the dining room of the house we've been building. So uh, the back, the background is, uh, is well-received here. Is this, is this going to be the new background going forward? Or are you just going to do a podcast in every room of the house until we're all? I'm going to do it from the bathroom if I can. Just the fact that I'm actually in the house is a big deal to me. So, Please keep the um, privacy to your bathroom to yourself. Um, no, I, I'll put together the uh, the office eventually with all of the fun little like you know toys that I need for podcasting and whatnot. But um, for today, we'll do it right here. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome in uh, mastering mitzvahs. Episode 126, um, and today's topic is is a pretty good one, man. Um, I, I think that the actual title of it is Let Us Help You or Help Us Help You. Um, but we're going to go over um, something that is relevant in every mitzvah planning process in some way. And in reality, it's for every event planning process, and that is the forms that your entertainment company asks you to fill out. These forms can be anything from um, give us generic information about your event, like where is it, uh, what time does it start, what time does it end, what time are the meals, um, you know, what music do you like to listen to, and it can get pretty uh, involved. But the reason why we're going to go over this today, Mike, is because from our perspective, the better you are at these forms the better your event will be tailored to you. And one step further, nothing happens in the event world by accident. Even though it may look like an organized, uh, organic uh, celebration, I think that that happens because of great planning and great planning starts with you being able to fill out your forms uh, well and on time. So that's what we're gonna go over today. What do you think? Perfect. So let me pick up here and just say uh, this kind of piggybacks a blog that was just written by Jamie in our office uh, titled uh, Help Us Help You. Um, and, and it comes from, you know, the crazy season that we just had. Um, there have been a lot of last minute curveballs thrown our way or, or lack of details. So the, the positivity of this uh, podcast is let us help you. Let us make your event as great as possible and let us help you avoid possible pitfalls. So I, I actually have right in front of me, Dylan, these are my forms for an event that I'm doing this weekend. So That's I'm going to so actually- I have, I have I my just, forms for this weekend up too. I just printed them seconds ago. And it's it's funny that you have yours and I have mine. And like, I mean, I, I probably look at these things 30 times from now, which we're recording on what, Thursday? From now through Saturday, I mean, I constantly glance down at these to make sure that, you know, A, as a DJ, I'm prepared musically, but B, as an event manager, I know every detail and there's no surprises. So why don't we just start right at the very, very, very top? And, and maybe I'll ask you a couple of these questions that are on here and 
Why do you think that they're important? And, you know, the, the first thing I see, of course, are parents' names, but theme and guest count. Why would that be important for you to know? So with, with parents' names and sibling names and whatnot, what I like to see is are there nicknames that can help us become closer and more friendly and less formal for you and your family? You don't want us talk – like if your name is um, – uh, Chelsea, but you go by Cece, we want to know that because we want to be your friend, your advocate, and your buddy that day. And so the name, filling out the names accurately is important. Giving us ages of siblings is important. And then you mentioned theme and guest count. You know, we want to know, are we walking into a New York Giants themed bar mitzvah? Because if that's the case, should we be sending and setting up staff who are Giants fans to that event. So that way they can act the part or guest count. Hey, do we notice that there's going to be 200 people there, a hundred of which are kids. And we only have two motivators to be a part of that party. Maybe it's ill staffed. So I think that's a preparedness for us seeing those first two questions. Yeah. Yesterday you were uh, asking in the office questions about a sneaker themed party. You know, that's a great idea. If, if the party was sneaker themed, well, I'd venture to say you don't need to wear dress shoes that day, you know, as the MC, as the dancers, you know, we would bring out the coolest kicks that we have and, you know, match the theme. So, yeah, super, super important. Um, and, and guest count tells a big story. It, it usually tells a big story. And, you know, the forms are, are one piece of the puzzle. The forms are kind of like our precursor to what we call our finals appointment. Um, and, and maybe that deserves a whole podcast in itself. But if we don't have accurate forms, the finals appointment is almost often derailed because we're, we're missing all the information. Um, we're, we're going over what is our forms, Mike, but let's make this a little bit more global for the fact that every form from every entertainment company is going to be used as a tool and what they may ask may be different than what we're asking, but there's a rhyme and a reason behind every single question on there. It's not for nonsense. They're yeah. there for a reason. And we're trying to, you know, decode and peel back that curtain for you today. I, in fact, I, I want to say this isn't just entertainment related. I know photographers, videographers, venues, they have their sets of forms as well. And uh, I remember working with a photographer recently who expressed to me the importance of why he has to have completed forms to know what shots the family's looking for. You know, right. if he, as a photographer, asks in advance, are you expecting family pictures, camp friend photos, you know, out of town photos? What are the dynamics of the family? You know, if there's uh, divorce situations and you don't want certain groupings together, photographer needs to know that, you know, very importantly, so there's no awkward moments or worse yet. So the event happens and we didn't miss anything. Yep. So look, we can, we can kind of, you know, keep going on and on about uh, ideas like that, but let's decode some more of these, uh, the more, some more of our forms. Um, so Mike, there's a, there's a, a really great question that's right at the top um, that asks about, you know, what do you want our staff to wear? And it's becoming increasingly more popular. Like five or six years ago, it was a no brainer. It was either all black or all white. It was one of the other. Um, there was never any sort of creativity that comes into it. And in the last five years, that has changed a lot. So we've adjusted this question to what do you want, you know, our staff to be in? Um, are you giving us t-shirts with your branded logo on it? If so, uh, what 
What color are the t-shirts? We want to make sure that we're matching it to the T. Um, you know, kudos to our talent manager, Bridget, because she reaches out to all of our staff and says, hey, you're going to wear a white t-shirt with blue writing. Please accent, you know, with blue. So whether it's blue sneakers or a blue headband or, uh, you know, a blue bracelet, like she really goes deep into that stuff to make sure that we are as much a part of the theming as possible because that's become a very, very important part to our families. I think another step to that is, you know, hey, do you want us in anything very specific? Like, you know, uh, this weekend we're doing referee jerseys and football jerseys for one of our events. So like that is that section is what do you want our staff to be in? You know, all black is kind of out, you know, while it's a clean and, and uniform look, it's really not the, the trend right now. So we want, we don't want to leave it up to us for surprises. What do you think? You said it all. I, I got nothing to add to that. That was perfect. All right. So the next part of this thing is uh, what is your, you know, describe your vision, your expectation. It's, and it's two, a two-folded question on our forms, but uh, I, you know, it is a bit of a loaded question. Mike, wh- why do we ask this question and how do we proceed to get the best answers? Man, that's so relative to right now. Um, because, you know, back to back, I feel like some of the events I'm doing are actually giving us polar opposite instructions on what their visions are. So, you know, we got to really extrapolate that. First off, it means that no two parties are the same. Secondly, it means that every family has their own vision on what's right. So, for example, last week I had an, an event that literally said, we don't want to stop at all. Dance nonstop. I don't care if people eat. That was direction from the family. Then fast forward a couple of days later, I have a conference call with a potential client in the future. And they said verbatim, they hate when a party is nonstop because they are foodies and they enjoy a great, well-paced, civilized dinner. In fact, so much that they're serving the kids the exact same food that the adults are eating. And they literally said, we want the kids to sit down with a fork and knife and enjoy a nice, sophisticated dinner. We're spending a lot of money on the meal, and we want that to be a prominent part of the event. So those two very different scenarios get explained in that section of the, the portal. Um, you know, What is your vision? Is it a nonstop high-energy party? Is it more of a party with ebbs and flows? Is it geared towards the adult or geared towards the kids? And, and in fact, another great example, the same family that wants to do this really nice dinner, they also said the very last hour of the party, they want geared to the adults. I don't hear that very often. They said geared to the adults. The adults are ballroom dancers and they want a lot of Roombas and waltzes and bachatas. And that's great. But I'll tell you, we would not have guessed that in advance. That's right. Most often we end really high energy focusing on everybody, not necessarily just the kids or just the adults. But, you know, when we focus on the kids, the energy levels through the roof. So this was like a, a cool spin and we needed to be told that. Well, I think that the real takeaway there is that we're not mind readers. So if you don't explain it to us, we won't get it. Uh, what what we do hear often is like, hey, you guys are the experts. You do what's best. And the answer is, yeah, we know how to throw great parties. We know how to throw great parties on a whole. But it doesn't mean that that great version of the party that we see is the right fit for your family. Um, I'm dealing with a family right now. Um where uh, I just did the, you know, family A. 
and family B hasn't booked us yet. They're, the moms are sisters. And family B hasn't booked yet. Family B was there and didn't love what they saw at family A's party. Family A's party was uh, mostly games. It was in a very, very unique space. It didn't have a huge dance floor. It wasn't dance driven. The They were big, big, big Eagles fans. And the Eagles happened to be playing that day. And the kids really just wanted to basically have this big tailgate looking situation where they got to watch the Eagles game and hang out with their friends. And we as entertainers had to kind of work that in while also doing some of the formality aspect of it. And I think that when that vision was described, we executed it perfectly, but I've been trying to explain to family B here that that's exactly what this individual wanted. We didn't stray away from that. We know how to throw great dance parties. You can see it all over our website. And I'm hoping that this family understands that that is really a, a testament to what we try to do, which is develop the event that's right for you, regardless of what we believe to be the correct fit. Dylan, I don't know if there's any better way for us to showcase how personalized our events are, but we see it all the time in, you know, online uh, chatter, you know, where, you know there's that, the Facebook groups where people, you know, suggest uh, DJs, um, you know, we get these phone calls all the time and it's the personalization. Like it's the same reason why we don't invite people to see other events. Like sometimes they, you know, a prospective client says, Hey, can I come see your team in action this weekend? And, you know, we, we say no for a few reasons. Number one, no, because we can't invite you to somebody else's event. Number two, it becomes distracting for us or the venue. But number three, you might be walking into a party that just doesn't fit your vision. And that's why there's so much personalization goes into it. You really have to trust the, the company that you're booking. Which means that you're booking a company, not an entertainer. But uh, we digress. Let's go back to these forums here. Um, we talk a little. We we talked. We actually had a whole podcast on swag in general, which is the common vernacular for all of the giveaways that aren't related to the entertainment package. Things that you, the client, might be purchasing that uh, will be used as collateral on the dance floor to continue to help the motivation process. Um, it could be things like branded hats, sweatshirts, sweatpants. It could be as simple as, um, you know, small denomination gift cards to, you know, the favorite convenience stores or Starbucks or something like that. It could also be giant oversized candy from five below. The point is that these are, these giveaways, we need to understand what you're doing, how many you're bringing and what your intention is for it. Because I can't tell you how many times I've shown up and there was, 200 pieces and it ended up not being about us being able to entertain anymore but now how fast can we give this stuff out because we're gonna run out of time I, I think we've talked about swag a lot in in recent podcasts but it's, the become, question it's on becoming the, a big part of the yeah, events the, the question on the form is there for the right reason and so we can be prepared accordingly uh yep. we need space for it you know like we, we need the right amount of physical space to hold all the swag we need a game plan on how we're distributing it. And we may even need an additional staff member to help oversee all that. So that's why that question exists on the forums. I love this next section here, Mike, this, uh, the multimedia section. Um, I think it kind of goes for granted sometimes, but it talks about the things that will be visually impacting your event. Like, you know, 
are you having TV screens? And if so, who is providing those screens? Is it your DJ company? Is it the venue? Is it some third party uncle who's bringing in his, you know, big projection screen? What's happening there? So it talks about, you know, the physical apparatus of what you're doing. And then, but then it also goes into what do you want to see on the screen? And I think that's really important. It is, and sometimes we catch some uh, curveballs that we didn't know about. Every, every once in a while, you know, there's a uh, a family that makes their own montage, and it's going to be shown on venue screens. But a lot of venues have screens, but they don't actually do anything with it, meaning, like, they have them physically mounted on the wall, then they expect the DJ to run that content. And if we weren't given that information in advance, we may not have the right cabling or computers to do that, or we may not have even ever received the file. I mean, that's possible too. And, and I think probably, if I could take a guess out of like the New Jersey venues that I'm most commonly at, those that have installed screens still rely on the DJ probably at least 80 or 90% of the time. There yeah. are very few that are fully turnkey where you give the venue the, the file and they run it. Um, that's right. You know, shout outs like Cooper's, you know, where we're at frequently in Trenton, like that's a venue that runs their own media, but yep. most do not. And then it does fall back on us to yep. ensure that it works. We're at a venue this weekend, uh, um, 466, that it that runs their own media very well. Um, but I, I think that there's another aspect to it. Like, what do you expect to see on the screens is a question we ask that shouldn't be overlooked because on the screens could be a lot of different things. Like, didn't you just have a family who want, who had, was it a baseball theme and like wanted a bunch of baseball highlights, but never mentioned that in any of our meetings? Right. Or something you, like that. Like, you, like you, you hit the nail on the head. And you know what? It, it might have been actually loosely mentioned in, in a meeting at some point or another. Um, we're not really sure to whom. It could have been mentioned to a coordinator, could have been mentioned to the MC. The ball might have been dropped, in, in all honesty. However, if that was written on the forms, the forms are our Bible. I mean, we say it all the time. The forms are our lifeline. And that would not have been missed. And, and let me go one step further with these forms. A great reason why we swear by them is in the case of emergency. You know, Dylan, back in the day, you know, the forms used to be a PDF that was like handed into the office or, you know, handwritten and, and just given to the MC. And the MC held the one and only copy, you know, maybe made copies for the DJ, but God forbid you get sick that day as the MC and you can't make it to the party, which, you know, fortunately happens one out of every, I don't know, 3000 times. But right. if you were that one opportunity, any of our staff could go online and download the forms and have accurate full information. You know, it, it's not like the, uh, the data just lives in Dylan's head. So right. I, I think again, another testament to why we swear by these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, I really appreciate when families take the time to go over the media info with us. Like, Hey, we have, so, so I'll give you a really good example. Uh, this weekend, uh, the theme is Simon says for my event, it's going to be really cool, but there's not one singular logo. So I'm looking at the forms here and it talks about how there's different Simon says logos based on what's happening in the event simon says dance simon says it's time to eat simon says you know and so our media team has to be ready with each of those different logos for those different moments and i think that's really really important because if they didn't explain that in these forms 
we would have been guessing when that's supposed to happen. And that's just a family who takes pride in the branding of their event. Yeah. So, you know, what, what, what also is equally as important in the forums is, is giving us accurate music um, and accurate names of who's going to let, you know, cut the bread, who's going to do the prayer of the wine, who's going to do the candles. But Dylan, I want to shift for a quick second and say, when should we get these forms? What's the timeline of that? You know, that's when that's do we good. distribute the forms? When should it be worked on? All of that. So I think that if I were to take a best guess as to when they should be distributed, they should be distributed to you as early as you request it. Like sometimes we have really type A personalities who want to get on it, but no later than 60 days should they be started to work on. The reason why I'm not saying earlier than that is because I still think that Outside 60 days, there's a lot of development of your event that may change the scope of what you put in these forms. So I think that for that reason, working on them before 60 days would probably mean that you're going to be editing it a lot. Where once you start inside 60 days, your plan is pretty is pretty firm. There's not going to be major massive changes that would affect the outline of these. So that's one of them. Um, so I think that you should be working on them inside 60 days. And I think that they should be absolutely buttoned up 14 days prior to your event. So that way you can have a quality meeting leading up to your event with your entertainment team and still have time to make minor changes. So this is not happening the week of your event. This is happening, you know, two weeks before your event or even, you know, 20 days before your event might actually even be a, a better situation for that. So that that's my opinion. Do you agree? Yeah. I'm going to agree. Uh, I'm going to work backwards. I agree. 14 days before you should be complete, accurate, done, stamp of approval. Um, I think 60 days before is a great time to really like get it to the like 80% mark. But I would say at any point leading up to the event, it becomes your checklist too of things to think about. Yeah. You know, when you look at these the forms, when you look at the forms, a year in advance, you know, we don't necessarily expect you to know, you know, who's going to do each candle or who's doing the prayers. But, you know, when you look at those forms, you say, oh, I, I have to figure out who's going to do the prayers. At least it starts thinking in your mind, who should I set up, you know, that honor for? Right. Um, is it the same person doing both the bread and wine or are there two people I want to share that honor to? Um, and then that gives you plenty of opportunity to ask them if they'd like to participate in that honor and make sure that they know the prayers, you know, again, it doesn't take a year to memorize it, but some people don't know it off the top of their head. Um, So yeah, I I think the forms are a very good checklist. Um, Dylan, as we're coming into kind of a close here, I want to talk about one form that we very intentionally don't allow the client to make on, on their behalf, but we work on it together, which is the timeline. Um, I think it's a really interesting thing. And, you know, you said early on, you know, some clients say to you, you guys are the experts, you tell me. And I think in the, in the form of a timeline, we are the experts and let us dictate what makes the most sense. And and when we do that, we, we can't do that first off until we have completed forms. Let's just start there. Until we have completed forms, we cannot make a timeline. That's right. And then we share that timeline. Yeah, it affects yeah. everything. Like the the kitchen needs to know certain things, and high end bar and bat mitzvah venues let the entertainment company d- dictate the timeline. Um, 
whereas like venues that mostly do weddings, they'll, the catering team will make a timeline and then the entertainment team will make the timeline and then they have to like, you know, collaborate in some capacity. If we don't get the completed forms, we can't assist your vendors in creating that run of show that's so important. Yeah. So let me explain why we don't want a family to make a timeline. And 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 I'm going to piggyback then and say that we work with the families together to make a timeline. But a family most often doesn't know exactly how long each of these things are going to take. Um they don't know how long it's going to take to transition guests from cocktail hour into the main room. Or, you know, there's a 13 candle candle lighting versus four candle candle lighting. You know, these are things that we know from experience after doing thousands of bar and bat mitzvahs that we can take that data on your forms that are completed and turn it into a timeline. Well, we I also gotta, in our go keep going. You're on, you're on a roll. In our in our finals meetings, you know, we ask questions like you know, dad, do you want to, uh, mom, dad, do you want to do the horror up front and get it done early, get all the formalities done early? Or we like doing the horror later after the candle lighting because it's a great opportunity to get everybody back on the dance floor. And, and there's a method to why we do what we do. It's not yeah. always the same timeline. Like we don't have a published timeline online that says this is what we go for. But taking what's on these completed forms 14 days in advance allows us to make a timeline and share it with the venue, the planner and anybody else involved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I know when we work with certain photographers, they like having specific aspects of the event happen at certain times um, that we want to know how can we fit that in? And everyone has their own goal here. But it almost always in, in bar about mitzvah world, it almost always runs through the entertainer or the entertainment company because it, they're the voice of the event. So when certain things have to happen, they got to be on that page. So we can't leave that to chance. So the end result of great forms is a run of show that is easy to follow, that has everyone involved. And you know that like your food and beverage is going to happen in the proper order with the proper timing because we've already communicated with the kitchen. And we know that all of your group and family photos aren't going to be left to chance. We're going to do it at the proper time where it's not going to derail a high energy dance set. Um, so like, you know, completing the forms on time and accurately and, and, and with as much detail as possible allows us or any high end vendor to collaborate and make a good uh, you know, assessment of your event. Yeah. Let, let's close out with this one thing too. There's often changes from the times that a family contracts an event and the time that the family, that the party actually happens. And we catch some of these changes on these forms. And a great example, you know, you're booking a bar mitzvah two or three years in advance. Sometimes you say, I think we're going to be one o'clock, six o'clock, but I'm not really sure. So the contract says one to six. We staff a party based on one to six, but we look at the party forms and it all of a sudden, you know, the forms that were completed 14 days in advance, say 1230 to 530. That's actually a huge help for us to know that because, hey, if we showed up based on one to six, our times are off. We may not have enough time to set up. And while we, we wish there was a better communication process through those two to three years of planning, um, this, these forms are our checklists, you know, it's our, it's our checks and balances to make sure that the accuracy is there. Um, yeah. and, and I would guess 
one out of every 10 events, there's some sort of change that we find from contract time to forms time. One major, one major discrepancy, like the room that the event is being held in or the start time or the end time, or, you know, the little brother or the older brother is now at college and now is not involved in the event, like, like things like that, like big, big aspects of the event that we need to now understand. Yeah. 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 But so as Jamie said in her blog, help us help you fill out your forms, get them done early. Uh, this applies straight across the board, not just explosive entertainment, but any entertainment company, photography, videography, any element that's involved in your event. Uh, we didn't create these things because it's it's fun to create. We created them because we want to help you. Well, I'll leave you with this. Let them be fun. Have yourself a pizza party. Get your kid involved. And uh, one night, hammer out at least the important details and do it together. Make it fun. Make it a family thing. And I think that your event will thank you because you're going to see something really special happen because of accurate forms. Well said. Yep. Episode 126 coming to a close. Tis the season. A couple more mitzvahs before we hit the holidays. Let's rock out, Dylan, and uh, we'll see everybody again soon.